Hello, my name is Dwayne Spearman, and I am the founder of Directional Ministries located here in Lynchburg, Virginia. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. Let's go ahead and open our Bibles today uh, to, let's see, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse number 15, and we're going to continue our study back to basics. Um, last time that we were together, uh, we were looking at basic number six. We believe the inspiration and the preservation of Scripture, that the Bible, the old and the new, are inerrant, infallible, inspired Word of God, and that it is the final authority in all matters of faith and practice. And of course, the text that we're using in this series is 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready to always give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. And of course, a verse in a nutshell is we need to set apart. We need to have God, the Lord God, as our master in our hearts. And therefore, we need to be ready to give an answer to anyone who asks us the reason for the hope that we have. So, the premise is it's not just enough to believe something. We need to know why we believe it. That belief has to be anchored in truth. And we need to be able to do this, the Bible says, with meekness and fear. So, basic number seven is what we're going to look at today. And it is, we believe that God is eternally existent in three separate persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In other words, that means that God is Jesus. Jesus is God. Now, the average Christian today has a problem with this because it's just not taught enough. We always hear, well, he's the Son of God. No, he is God. The Bible says he is both Son of Man and Son of God. He is 100% man. He is 100% God. In other words, we believe in the Trinity we believe in a triune Godhead. And you don't have to go very far in the Bible to see this. In Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. We are made in the image of God. But notice the our. Who's God talking to? Well, if you back up to Genesis 1, 1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now that word God there in Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 1 is the word Elohim. It is plural. It is in the plural sense. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. You and I are made in the plurality of God. In other words, as there is God the Father, there is Dwayne the mind. As there is God the Holy uh, God. Uh, the Son, there is Dwayne the body. As there is God the Spirit, there is Dwayne the Spirit. I am a triune being, so are you. We are made in the spitting image of God. In Genesis chapter 3, verse number 22, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become like one of us. We see the triune God in Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 1. 
And then, of course, John, you know, the writer, the God, the Apostle John, his writings, uh, the Gospel of John, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, and Revelation, he is very concerned with establishing the deity of Christ. In other words, that he is divine. In other words, that he is God. So in Genesis 1-1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And of course, if you have a Bible in front of you, you'll see that that word, word, is capitalized. In other words, it is a proper name. It is the name of divinity. It is talking about Jesus Christ himself. And in verse number two, the same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, excuse me, and the darkness comprehended it not. And then when we get down into verse number 14 of John chapter number 1, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. Masculine personal pronoun, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So we beheld <clears throat> his glory as the only begotten of the Father. And in verse 15, John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This is he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Obviously, this is talking about our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was God. You remember in Exodus chapter 3, verse number 13, Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and I say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? What will I tell them? You see, because all the gods in Egypt had names. Well, what if they ask me, What is his name? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. That is what you are to say to the Israelites. The I am has sent me to you. You see, that word I am is the name of God. It is the word Jehovah or, or Yahweh. Uh, the Jews held this name in such high regard that they wouldn't even spell it out. They would, they would spell what we call the Tetragrammaton, Y-H-W-H for Yahweh or Y-H-V-H for Jehovah. It's the name of God. So, and the word literally means I exist. I am, I exist. Um, what makes this, this I am so distinctive in God's declaration to Moses is that it does not have a predicate nominative. In other words, the second half of the sentence doesn't appear to be there. In other words, in the New Testament, he said, I am the good shepherd you see that's not the same thing i would say you know he just said i am in other words i exist in other words i have always <laughs> existed and this happens in the new testament in regards to jesus as well uh now when i was younger i used to think it happened a whole lot uh, but I found three times that at least I'm convinced 
from the scriptures that this happened. In John chapter 6, verse number 19, And when they had rowed about five and twenty thirty furlongs, they saw Jesus walking on the sea, and drawing nigh unto the ship, they were afraid, but he saith unto them, It is I, be not afraid. Now when he said, It is I, there, he is using the I am. It is I. Um, I'm just looking in the text here. But he saith unto them, it is I. It's, it's, the, same, it's the same word there. I am. Be not afraid. Uh, the word I me, which is I exist. So he didn't add the predicate nominative after it. He used the same name as God did in Exodus chapter 3 and verses 13 through 14. And then also we see in John chapter 8 verses 56 through 58, um, they said to him, your father Abraham rejoiced, he said to them, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad. In other words, Jesus is saying that he met Abraham Okay, and Abraham met him. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art yet fifty years old, and you've seen Abraham? And Jesus saying to them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. I am. Again, it's that same um, word, I me, which is I exist. And we know that's exactly what he said, and that's exactly what he meant, because in the very next verse, in John chapter 8, verse number 59, they took up stones to cast at him. They knew exactly what he was saying. He was identifying himself as God. In John chapter 18, uh, verses 6 through 8, as soon as he had said unto them, I am he, they went backward. In other words, when they came to arrest him in the garden, they're looking for Jesus. And he says, I am. Now, in your translations, what's interesting is that if you have a word-for-word -word translation, such as a King James or a New American Standard or a Young's Literal Translation, which are about the only ones that are out there on the market, Young's is very rare. Um, when he said, I am. Notice the he there is italicized in the text. That means he did not say, I am he. He simply said, I am. And as soon as he said that, they fell backward. And the same word, I, I me, is there. I exist. And they fell backward. So we see three times specifically in the New Testament that Christ's deity is in view in these verses. So basic number seven, we believe that God is eternally existent in three separate persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And of course, there's so much more. I can, there's books written on the divinity or the deity of Christ. So basic number seven, next time we'll take a look at basic number eight.